Hey everybody, we've got a great show for you today on Small Talk Japan. We're going to talk about Uniqlo and Russia. We're going to talk about Ukrainians coming to uh, Japan, all eight of them. Eight of them? All eight of the refugees, eight of them. Wow, it's like half the country, man. It's not. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, more Ukraine-Russia news with Japan. Uh, there's Russia bashing that's happening in Japan. We're also going to talk about a little bit more serious stuff with uh, the Tohoku earthquake uh, anniversary. Uh, we're also going to talk about some more fun stories. But before that, Alex, what do you got? Oh, me. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> the other person on this I'm, show. I've never really concentrated for the intro, because I just assumed that it'll get done. Uh, it'll so get we've done. got JAL routing flights to London, mm. uh, the other way around the world, instead of over Russia. We've got uh, students coming back into Japan uh, at the end of May, perhaps. Yay. Uh, Carlos Gorn and the saga about him and what it says about Japan. Yeah. Uh, we've also got, what have we got? Let's have a look. We've got uh, anti-piracy mascots who've become fashion models. Dude, so, those are so weird. They are weird. They're so weird. They are kind of cool, though, in a way. They're not like your typical yurukera. We'll talk about it. Uh, what else have we got? Family, conve uh, family Mart convenience stores are going to offer plastic forks. No, they're not going to do that. They're going <laughs> to offer chopsticks instead of plastic forks. Yeah. Um, and then we've got some stories about school rules and appearance as well. And finally, Sadako, the ring girl, has her own YouTube channel. The Roll ring girl made me think for a minute then. The but, ring girl. Yeah. Roll that intro. Have you actually seen the ring? I've never seen the ring. I think I have, yeah. Because there was like two, wasn't there, that were popular. There was that and Juon or something like that, maybe. I've never seen either of them. Josh, have you seen them? Remember. Yeah, I've seen them. Juon is the Japanese one, and then Ring was the American adaptation of it. Oh, okay. Was it? No, the Japanese one was Dingu, right? I think it got renamed to Dingu or something, because it did have like a kanji name to it, I remember. Did it? Maybe. I'll Google it after the intro. <laughs> oh, there we are. Look how, look how smiling and happy you are. And thin as well. Yeah, we were all thin back then. We need to do that again. Summer's coming. Okay, guys, we got a big show for you today. Uh, we're going to open with talks about... Actually, we're going to open today about the... Uh, do we have the story on the Kishida's opening up for the students coming oh, yeah. in? No, I've got that here. Let's do that one first. All right, so we've got Japan Eyes entry uh, of most foreign students waiting uh, amid COVID by the end of May. Uh, and it says most foreign students waiting to study in Japan will likely be able to enter the country by the end of May as a new priority program uh, for entry is set to begin um, after COVID-19 border controls are dropped. Um, and that's announced on Wednesday. So it looks good. Um, it means 1,000 students uh, can arrive on top of the daily cap of seven, uh, entrance, which will be raised to 7,000 from Monday. So it's still not huge, but it's much, much better than before. But is it going to happen? Like keep, they, every time they announce something, like this, this government is really, really good about talking about things that they're going to do, and they well, don't fucking do them. You'll notice the English headlines always say things like Japan eyes, or Japan <laughs> considers, or Japan moles. They moles. Yeah. It never says does, right? No. Or this, has done. This government literally does nothing. The only thing that they did was they ramped up the booster shots to a million a day. They finally hit that yesterday. Yeah. So that took them what? I think the rest of the world hit uh, the booster shots like about nine months ago or something. Yeah. And Japan's like, oh, right, let's send you letters in the mail. Which, by the way, for one of our staff, it didn't even come. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like, we're, like, we had to call him. Like, this person does not exist. He's like, well, he's right in front of me. He does exist. I was expecting a fax to turn up, but that didn't happen. Do you have a fax machine? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, we did. Actually, no, we do at work, but I deleted the number off the website uh, oh. two years ago. Nobody's noticed. Well, usually the, the fax machines at work uh, are used to be fa to fax to government, you know, 
agencies and things like that. Yeah. So uh, one time we were we were on the radio together. Uh, Alex and I were on the radio together, and we were doing uh, what was it called? I forgot the name of that, that show. Music Express. Wasn't Music it? Express. That's right. And it, uh, Alex said two things. One, he said this is the exact same thing. This is the exact thing that he said live on the radio. He said Music Express coming in your ears until midnight <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that was good and then the other thing that happened is we were taking requests the entire time because it was live and the one other guy hayato who used to be on the show he's going to come back maybe for a guest appearance but hayato oh my god because we we're picking music right yeah 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 do you remember what he were you on when he was on i don't think yeah, you and him were on and i wasn't on that week right oh uh, then we were on the other week yeah, together. yeah. The very first song that he picks is like this hardcore rap song. Mm-hmm. It's just dropping N-bombs. And I'm just like, <laughs> wow, is this what we're going to do today? And I'm just like, this is the shit. I'm like... <laughs> but there's, an, there's like a cute Japanese producer sat on the other side of the desk just going like... She is really she, cute. Yeah, she doesn't get what's going on with the lyrics. Though, so, like, so. so there's like the 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 prompter thing that shows you like how many seconds you have until a commercial break and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how many times we explain that to Hayato, he couldn't understand it. Like, it's not that hard, guys. It's like these it just little, goes dots. Yeah, down, little right? dots, like, slowly go away. And yeah. when they're gone, it's commercial time. Mind you, they did change color just before it starts. <laughs> they went from, like, green to yellow. So I think maybe that's where it threw him. He was like, whoa. Like, it happened so many times because we did the show for, like, th- what was it, four hours? It was a long show. Yeah, yeah, it was And long. we were allowed to drink while we were doing it as well. Yeah, that's they true. They encouraged us to Actually, drink. Actually, we weren't allowed to drink, technically, but the staff at the radio station turned a blind eye to it. Um, really? Yeah, you're not allowed to drink in this studio. She, she encouraged me to drink. She's like, and yeah. maybe it's because you did it. So she was like, that might be fine once you get loaded. Yeah, yeah. No, I brought a six pack of beers the first time we turned <laughs> up. And they were like, oh, is it that kind of show? <laughs> so um, our other radio show, our regular radio show is like edited. So yeah, like when yeah. we say stupid shit, it gets edited it can cut out. It off, right? Yeah. But that was like three or four hours of just straight live stuff. And it was at nighttime as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. it was a mess. And then I've done another live one actually while I was drinking shochu. Okay. It was like a sponsored by a shochu maker. So they were like, get Tang to do a show. And I brought a six pack of craft beer instead and said, let's drink this. So. Shochu is awful. You know, all those like ads are like, come to Kagoshima and, and try the shochu. It's awful. I don't know how anybody likes it. Right. If you like it, it's fine, right? Personally, it's not really for me. There are a few brands that I do like, actually. Um, so, Manzen. Manzen is very good. So let's uh, talk. This is the expensive one. Let's talk Shochu for a second. So there's Shoju and Shochu. Shoju is from Korea. Mm-hmm. And Shochu is from the south of Kyushu, where they make it out of sweet potatoes. What do Koreans make it out of? Kimchi? No. <laughs> no. Uh, sweet potatoes, isn't it? It's the same thing. I, I think, think they make it out of something else. Barley. Soju is a distilled spirit from Korea that's traditionally made from rice. Rice, yeah, yeah. Uh, It may also be made from sweet potato, barley, tapioca, or wheat as well. Tapioca? Isn't that the thing that you get with the big straw? Bubble tea. Yeah. The brown little things? You can make alcohol out of that? Apparently. Didn't (laughs) know that. I've never actually had tapioca before. So Soju in Kagoshima was originally made from rice. Um, but then they switched over to sweet potatoes in the late 1700s, early 1800s, I think. There was a, a long talk in, uh, we have another channel that we do, we produce called People of Kagoshima. If you guys haven't checked it out, please do. Mm. There was uh, one of the, uh, Tajima-san, his interview was like seven hours, <laughs> <Yeah>. uninterrupted <laughs> interview. <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> I don't even think you asked questions. I think he just talked. 
No, he just sat down and talked. Yeah, he, he does that a lot. Yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, interviews time. All right, I got this. You guys just be quiet, and I'm gonna do my thing. Yeah, yeah. But everything that he said was super interesting. And so when we were trying to edit for content, it was just like I don't know what to cut. But one thing that he talked about was like because of the shirasu in this area. Mm. What would you say shirasu is in English? Pyroclastic flow. That's the stuff that comes off the volcano, but the stuff that shoots up in the atmosphere and falls down, I don't think it's called. But it's that. still a pyroclastic flow because it didn't shoot up and fall down. It just kind of went. Vroom, outwards. Were you here for it? Yeah, I was. How many? It was like uh, millions of years ago. Right? Yeah. It's like, however. Anyway, there's. Okay, so what happened, guys? The Ira Caldera. <laughs> the Ira Caldera. <laughs> Which is this giant hole in the ground that's next to the Sakurajima volcano blew up mm-hmm. and covered the entirety of, of South Kyushu. Actually, it's all of Kyushu, right? With like 20 meters of Shirasu. Yeah, I think Kawashima was 50 meters and it fell in uh, a week. Yeah, 50 and meters worth this of happened, you know, a long time ago, probably before humans or something like that. But anyway, uh, so this whole region has a little bit different soil content than the north of Japan. And so uh, Tajima-san was talking about how, wait, was he talking about, what did he say that that's the reason why sweet potatoes are, are grown here? Yeah, so basically it's harder to produce rice on soil like that because mm. Shirasa makes the water go straight through. Mm. The water drains it's out like very quickly. It's like a sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually good for root vegetables and things like that. You know what's also really good for? Grass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, but anyway. So, not which kind of grass? No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, there is grass between the, the tracks on the tram here. Yeah, yeah. And I always thought, like, this is actually a, a post on Reddit. It was a photo on Reddit by some random traveler, like, a, a couple years ago. It went into, like, millions of upvotes. But everybody was asking in the comments, like, why don't we do this everywhere? Because it's, like, you know, train tracks with grass in between. It looks great. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason why is because it doesn't work. Uh, it, it's actually really hard to grow grass between train tracks. Mm. For some reason, I forgot why. But anyway, they solved it by using the shirasu here in Kagoshima, making bricks that they put underneath the grass, the sod. Mm. And for whatever reason, that makes it work. That's very clever, actually. I, I did see it in Nice. So it's not the only place in the world that has it. Nice? In Nice, in it's France. France. Yeah. Uh, but the grass did look shit, to be fair. So fuck you, France. Yeah, Kagoshima did it better. Have you? Uh, what, what's your opinion on? I've fuck never you, been to. France. I've never been to France. What's your What's your opinion on? France? I like France. Do you? Um, the French people. I don't know. I'm kidding. They're, they're nice people, man. But I heard everybody outside of Paris is great. Paris is kind of like uh, a hard city to get on with. I think you know, it's a bit like New York, man. Everybody's quite edgy, and you know. No, New York is is edgy the word that we want to say. I don't know, unfriendly. Open <laughs> masturbation on the subway train. You want to say that's un like little edgy? Does, does that happen? Oh, dude. Like, oh, Jimmy, what is like <laughs> Reddit slash r slash public freakout is like 99% subway videos from New York City. Jesus. Yeah. And the thing about New York City is that subway is the one like common denominator between everybody. You'll see Keanu Reeves, for example, on the subway. Right, right. So everybody's on the subway, even the crazy people. Right. And it's just like, don't come near me. Yeah. No, I've seen a fight break out on the subway in New York and nobody even looked up. It's what? Just like, it's hilarious. You know, there's nobody even filming it or anything. It's just, you know. They, I saw, I think it was in uh, in England, they had these guys who ran, like, they got off the train and then ran to the mm. next train stop. And then that, I forgot the YouTuber's name, the guy that, like, paints himself, Mr. Bizarro or something like that. Mm. He, like, proved that it was a fake video. Oh, right. He, okay. he, did, he makes everything not fun on the internet. Ruin it all. He'll yeah. probably come out and, you know, do this at some point. What were we talking about? Shochu, right. So Tajima-san said that because of the uh, the shirasu here, they grow sweet potatoes instead, and then they film, they feed that to the pork, mm-hmm. which came from your country. Feed it to the pigs. That's right. They're not pork yet. They're still pigs, right? Yeah. They came from your country. Yeah. Berkshire. What? Right. Berkshire? Berkshire. Berkshire? 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 Berkshire. I don't What's know. Berkshire? 
Oh, there was a there was a Stapleton character on um, uh, Sherlock Holmes on Netflix, and people like sent that to me. Really? There's like, somebody called Stapleton. It's like it's like Doctor Stapleton, and it was like it's Mitch. Oh no, it's your ancestor. <laughs> Dr. Stapleton. Oh, anyway. What were we so, so the pigs, not the pork, the pigs yeah. eat the sweet potatoes and then, then that creates good sweet meat. Meat, yeah, yeah. And, he was, and that was really interesting that he was talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, had, he's from a farming background, right? Yeah. So he knows all about agriculture and stuff like that. And um, and I had to mostly cut that from the interview. I know, it's a shame, really. Maybe we'll do an extended version. Guys, If some of I know some of you like subscribe to both channels, People of Kagoshima and then uh, Small Talk Japan. If you guys, and those who are listening, if you guys want to see us do like the entire interviews, because they're about an hour long, each, each and every one of them. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to see us like release like uncut versions... Let us know. That's that's something we're thinking about. Well, we're sitting on the footage, right? Yeah. And, you know, not doing anything. And it's it. 6K B-Raw, so it's sitting on a... like Big disc. It, it has its own <laughs> hard drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, right. Anyway. So, Should we go on? Yeah, sorry. Do you want to go next? I, I'll, I'll do the next one. Okay, so let's just... We got three stories about Uniqlo. We're just going to fire them off in, in quick uh, su- succession. Mm-hmm. So first, uh, the, the top of Uniqlo, the president... Whatever his name is, I don't care. He was like, uh, no, because sorry, his it's not the company. He's the president of it's called Fast Fashion, Fast Fashion Retailing, Fast Retailing, Fast Retailing, right? Yeah. Okay, so they uh, were like everybody was pulling out of uh, Russia, right? Because they were like, no, bad Russia. More, it was all the customers for all the national international brands were like pull out of Russia. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people were pulling. Also, uh, the what's it called, ruble. Yeah. Is worth like nothing now. Yeah. Like you could have a barrel of it and it's like worth well, like a penny. Like, yeah. Gone, you know. So it doesn't make sense for them to be there anyway. Anyway. So all these like, you know, Zara pulled out and H&M pulled out and uh, even even the Swiss agreed to, to put sanctions against Russia. Wow. The Swiss who were like, Hitler, mm, we'll wait and see. <laughs> okay. The Swiss we're like, and the Swedes as well. They were just like, you know, no, we're gonna, we're gonna also sanction Russia anyway. So Uniqlo's president was like, and what he said makes sense. He's like, it's a because clothing is a necessity of life, so they're not pulling out. Mm-hmm. So then that lasted for like a day, and then a minute later they were like, oh right, we have customers who have access to Twitter and are not happy about this. Right. So they're like, in, and then they said that it's an operational problem, like that they can't get closed to the retail shops or something. Oh, okay. And then due to the uh, escalation of the conflict, we're we're gonna pull out. I'm like, yeah, okay. Public opinion. Yeah. You turn. Good job. And then they decided to. They're also giving, I think, ten million dollars. Uh, and 200,000 items of clothing, which will last a season because they're Uniqlo, uh, to the UN refugee agency supporting the, the, the Ukrainian people. What do people think of Uniqlo abroad, man? Because like, I've got a feeling that people think it's like higher class than it is in Japan, right? Why? Yeah, they do. Why is that? Because Japan, it's like Uniqlo is kind of like... No, that's GU, just, right? GU is like the shit of the shit, right? GU is the shittest. Uniqlo is slightly better. Mm. Mujirushi, I don't know. Mujirushi is like off, is a bunch of national brands that they just remove the branding from. Right. Like all the, the I think all the electronics are Panasonic. Are they? Mujirushi, what does the kanji mean? Mu is like empty or nothing. Mujirushi. So, so it means like no, it means basically unnamed product, right? Yeah, and like basics, right? Because yeah. like Mujirushi's thing is like, it's like they don't use artificial dyes or logos or any of that crap. It's just like very simple stuff. So I saw this, um, what, 
like a sticker in the shop and it said like um today actually this afternoon i went to Majurushi to get something <laughs> okay it, that's what we're talking about and it had, like a red sticker on it and it said like sinister buzzer or something like that like yeah. oh, this is going crazy on social media so I just picked the sign off and stuck it on myself and <laughs> took a photo like that. And then this bespectacled woman with like a bowl cut and those round glasses and a stripy jumper. Did you just use bespectacled yeah. on the show? Yes, I did. You're on the wrong show. <laughs> she popped up from behind the counter and I was like, oh, fuck, a Muji Rishi employee. Because they all look the same, right? They all wear the same clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the same unlabeled clothes. Yeah, with like small round black glasses. And slight, slight, slight uh, look of sadness. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like, how, is your minimalist life satisfying no <laughs> you know but anyway uh yeah she popped up and just kind of went don't do that you know you and josh you guys get talked to by people in like uh like don't do this or josh just gets crazy people no one says anything to me really yeah i just do whatever i want and people are just like fine well they must <laughs> just assume that you know you're like a uh, super cyan foreigner because you've got like blonde hair <laughs> super cyan you've kind of upgraded i've got brown hair so i'm not i had brown hair yeah i know but and you... i paid to get it this color well that's what i'm saying you've upgraded it <laughs> So. The, the last story that I want to get to about Uniqlo really quick here is that a former Uniqlo employee uh, is uh, now in the news for making alterations to clothing for disabled people. Okay. So good, good job on this. And like, because I, I didn't ever think about this until you, you know, this is like one of those stories that you just don't think about this stuff until you see it in the news. Mm -hmm. But like people who are, let's say that they're not the standardized shape right mm -hmm. or maybe the way that they have to like interact with their wheelchair or something like that prevents them from wearing just the normal yeah. kind of like off-the-shelf clothing mm -hmm. and so they do alterations uh to for these people and i think that's really cool that's a good idea yeah yeah i never thought about that but you know good on you good service as well so so this is what happens so you tweet at uniqlo's president so he becomes a better person mm -hmm. and then the upgrade to that is to quit and actually do something for the world and you be the best person you can be mm. Former Uniqlo employee. What's next? Uh, I only have heavy stuff. What do you got? <laughs> I've got family mark convenience stores will stop offering plastic forks and recommend chopsticks instead. Hmm. So let's have a look. We've got a uh, family. Let's have a look. I'm looking at this for the first time too, people. I know. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. I really am. I really am. Uh, family mark sticks a fork in forks. That is a great. <laughs> what is that as a title? <laughs> Subtitle. Um, so family mark basically has a, a wide selection of uh, food, snacks, whatever. Uh, one thing you can't get there anymore is plastic forks. Mm. Uh, so in recent years, there's been a push for Japanese businesses to reduce the amount of plastic trash in their operations. In fact, Josh made a video about this, didn't you? And it never got released. Because he got yelled at. See, you get yelled at. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> how, how much trash did you accumulate? So I collected all of my plastic waste uh, for a month. And it was enough plastic trash to fill up the entire table in the front room. So how long is that? That's like a... Eight foot? More. Eight, ten yeah, foot. It's yeah. like a ten foot, like, like what, three or four meter... Ten foot is two meters to you people out there. Table. And no it idea. was just like full of plastic. And was this egregious use of plastic or just regular purchasing? Well, he, he was a single dude and he was living on his own, so he a lot of bentos and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I do think I am one of the... Uh, I used to spend all... Uh, use a lot more plastic because I was eating a lot of, like, com uh, convenience store bentos and stuff like that going home. I'd buy, like, a like an iced coffee every day. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of plastic waste, but that was the argument that we, sh we showed the video to 
some guy some yeah let's just call him some guy he, I, I he's don't like, remember his position he's like like top brass at the recycling facility yeah, <laughs> yeah some random dude some rando <laughs> and and in his uh letter back he basically said like yeah you're just using way too much plastic like on purpose it was quite the eviscerating letter it was not a positive reaction hmm. because but i do think like there are a ton of people that use that much plastic or even more your video and i still i'm not convinced that we're not not going to release it but your video i thought was completely honest i didn't think there was any subterfuge whatsoever well you can say how much you bought and then people can just judge for themselves whether they think that's reasonable or not you know um, what we should do we should release that video for our patrons i was gonna say like maybe if our patrons want to see it i might upload it for them but yeah. it's a video that's never seen the light either. and then you can see oh wait josh has been in front of the camera so you can, but yeah it's all about josh it's like it was how many years ago two years ago it was like uh it was the start of 2020 it was from January 1st until February 1st. We learned two things doing this this documentary. One, that all the recycled plastic that you recycle just gets burned anyway. Yeah, yeah. So don't, no, it, does. Yeah. It, it just gets burned. They don't recycle I've it. I've seen that, yeah. That, they classify that as recycling because they use that energy to power like electricity. So why do like I have that. to throw it out on a different day then? Because that's burned in a different pile. <laughs> it's burned together. It's the same place. I actually know a guy who did that job in a different prefecture and quit and he told me that's exactly what happens it just gets burnt right you know because they can't cause literally no there's uh one of my new favorite youtubers is called climate town i love this guy he's so fucking funny he has a video about how, why plastics are largely unrecyclable that little that little logo on there with the number in it that is not a recycling number mm. that is a resin number it's telling you what resin they use in is the plastic right? but they just burn that shit or huh. landfill it Never knew that. Yeah. And uh, one more thing before we get back to the family work thing about your documentary. So one thing that we learned is that they that they burn everything except for pet. What the crunchy plastic Pets. that you see in the no, no, no. Like dogs and stuff. <laughs> Hopefully they don't burn. Uh, they do burn them when they're dead. Yeah, they do. They, they do. Sad little little, little 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 pet urns. Can we have a sad noise there, please? No. Dun 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 dun. Okay. What is that noise called? It has a name. Is there a name for it? Yeah. Anyway, 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 anyway. So pet bottles, they recycle those largely, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's the one thing that we learned. The other thing that we learned is that the trash separators Mm. are abused women. Is that right? Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm not fucking kidding. (laughs) What, you mean abused like as in sort faster slap? Or do you mean abused as in domestic violence? Domestic violence like refugees. Yeah, that ran away from their abusive husbands. Fuck off, seriously. No. No way. I was like, I couldn't understand. Like, it was like me and Josh just stopped. And it's like, we just like windows crashed for a minute. How did you know that? Because we toured their facility. And they told you. Yes. As I was filming, I asked like, oh, can I uh, include the workers in... Uh, the video and they said oh, none of these workers can be in the video because they're all uh, abused women abused women is what they told me like, did the guy who tell you that abused them no 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 because no, <laughs> and then like so like we're in front of them right so I'm not asking questions about them so then we like kind of scurry off to a different location mm. and I was like excuse me sir <laughs> why the hell would you because it's a government program to place these women in jobs where they won't be seen where they won't be seen but right. I'm like of all the fucking places, they have to sort through disgusting piles of trash with yeah. these like armored gloves. You would be surprised how many needles were in the trash. Like I saw all of the trash that they separated. There were like hundreds and hundreds of needles from the, what do you call it? The uh, insulin, insulin, insulin shots. Really? <laughs> or yeah. heroin, whichever, pick yeah, one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it was, it was pretty messed up. Like 
I, I'm pretty sad that I never released that video, to be honest. It was well, pretty... that's a dark Japan thing. I mean, when you said you were a single guy living alone, so you used a lot of, I thought you were going to say tissues, but it turned out to be plastic. So. I mean, that just gets burnt. This, the, the, the meme about the sock thing, can, we, can I just, can I, three guys, okay? What is this? Because I don't what? get the sock thing. What's the sock thing? Everybody's like, oh, my mom found my sock. And I'm like, are you using a sock to clean up? What's wrong with you? It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's just like the Reddit cardboard box that if you, don't Google that. Don't Google that. I don't want to know. It sounds horrible. Reddit makes terrible things and wonderful things. Would you wear that sock afterwards, though? That's or what I'm saying. I don't, why do you use a sock? Just use a tissue. Well, it was even in, uh, what is it, Key and Peele? Yeah. There was right. a, uh, it was like the mom like rapping about her son who went off to college or something. Right. Yeah. And then like in the rap, she's like a crusty sock here, a crusty sock there. And like she's just rapping out his crusty socks i don't get it yeah I, is this I an american thing maybe it's american sounds american well british people do like colorful sh- socks i've learned this yeah so you don't want to get jizz on them <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all beating around this bush and you're just like and there we go yeah anyway sorry family mart get back to you so if you want to, <laughs> if you want some utensils from family mart you're in um you know, tough luck because they don't do them anymore. The uh, end. <laughs> <laughs> so I was at dinner like a, a few years ago and some like, like, let's call her a hippie woman was mm-hmm. like, we're at the izakaya and, uh, you know, they give you the wadibashi, the, the chopsticks that you separate and use once and throw away. Yeah. And she arrogantly and just condescendingly pulled out her like reusable chopsticks from her bag. Mm hmm. And she's just like, I'm above you people. And I'm like, that's made out of hard plastic. It'll never, ever, ever biodegrade ever in a million billion years. It'll just become microplastics that go into the ocean. Mm. And she just looked at me and she just like stopped talking for the rest of the night. (laughs) Fucking hippie. That was harsh. Wadi Bashi is not good, but uh, wood chopsticks are good. Yeah. I mean, actually, I went to Yoshino in um, near to Nara to see how they made the Wadibashi up there. Yeah. And there's only one company or so, one or two companies making them in Japan still. So 98 point five percent or something like that are imported from china yeah they all come from china are they made from bamboo or something uh bamboo there's a lot of bamboo ones yeah i mean like the the ones that you reuse obviously are the best but like uh like you know wooden chopsticks are just so much better for the environment than plastic yeah and you can be a smug twat and bring them out so i've got my my own chopsticks and these are forged from the bamboo forests of kyoto or something like that yeah there you go. Uh, the the Koreans really have this down right, even though I don't like to use them. The Koreans use the metal, the steel chopsticks. Oh, they're awful. They're awful, but they're good for the environment. Yeah, well done, Korea. <laughs> All right, should we go on to another story about junior high school? Uh, wait, high wait, school? wait on that or one. Do you want to go serious? Let's and do deep? a little serious before we get to that one. Okay, go. So here we go. I got a line of serious stories. So first is that Japan accepts eight Ukrainians displaced by the Russian invasion. Uh, so it says it says that uh, da, 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 the eight people are Ukrainian nationals who have relatives or acquaintances in Japan and were granted short term residency for 90 days, according to the Immigration uh, Services Agency of Japan. So I think it was last show. Was it, Josh? It was like it was like Japan eyes, you know, right, right, 7000 okay. refugees from Ukraine. And I kept sarcastically saying that they weren't going to fucking do it. Here's the number, guys. In 2020. This Japan, whatever, visa pe- people, they, they cert- certified 47 people as refugees in 2020, in the whole year, out of almost 4,000 applicants. Hmm. How did they choose? Well, they probably go, oh, you have a PhD and speak Japanese fluently. You. Here's a job at Family Mart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Would you like to get in the plastics recycling business? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Russian bashing in Japan. So, okay, so here's the next one. More about Russia. We're going to get through Russia and then we're going to get to the uh, Fukushima disaster because, you know, today's a positive day. Yeah. So here we go. Um, so there's a guy. Uh, I'm just going to read it to you. So Vlas Kolbara, maybe it's Vlas, uh, a Russian YouTuber based in Japan has denounced Mos- Moscow's evasion, uh, invasion of Ukraine and criticizes uh, President Vladimir Putin. Do we call him president if he wasn't rightfully elected? Do we just call him president? I don't get the Russian system because there was a prime minister or something as well, wasn't there? Yeah. I thought there's two. Mm, I don't know. Just, I think just you go to Russia and there's just a button that says Putin Yeah. when you vote. Yeah. That's it. And there's like a guy with an AK standing next to it. Just one choice. Continuing, uh, I have been targeted by baseless slander and told that Russians should leave Japan. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I, I'm, I am simply scared. And he's got a... He went to nursery school, elementary school, junior high school in Japan. Uh, several years ago, he started working as a YouTuber and te- television personality. So he's basically like hardware from somewhere else, software, all Japanese guy. Right, guy. right, right. But, uh, but there's also... Um, Let's see. There, what he's got a. Da, 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 da. He said, "Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on." So he's got a shop somewhere, mm-hmm. and what happened is he got targeted, and then he got. He, oh, so this is sorry. This is an owner of something else. So an, an owner of a Russian cuisine restaurant. This is a different person who came to Japan about twenty years ago. Said that the business has become a target of the site that's like you know targeting him for you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, "I'm against the war. I hope people uh, peace comes as soon as possible." Blah 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 blah. So. Uh, the and his wife is actually from Ukraine. Okay, mm-hmm. so like these people were targeted as like, oh fuck you, Russia kind of things here here in Japan, right? Funny story is since this got on social media that like people were bullying him, mm-hmm. the reverse wave happened where business has never been better for this guy. Right. Okay. Because there's like this overwhelming uh, wave of support to you know say like we're not you know a discriminatory nation and people that don't do that don't don't represent us and so that's good news. Well, it's a minority, <laughs> isn't it? It's just a vocal minority of you people. got targeted. Yeah, let's not go into it in too much detail. Not too much detail, but let's just say that a site didn't like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been... What do you want to say about it? I kind of, I kind of want to talk about that, but I know you don't want to talk about it. So, yeah, it's a tricky subject. There's something in Japan, defamation law. So basically, uh, if somebody's trying to slander you on the internet, it's fairly easy to get rid of it, actually. Mm. Um, you won't get any money out of it. It's not like the US where you can sue for psychological... After uh, the fact, yeah. Yeah, or anything like that. That's not going to happen. But you can actually get it taken down pretty quickly mm. if you you know the right legal channels and stuff like that. Um, but a, a lot of it's just you know vitriol. It's not anything that's going to threaten your life or your business or anything like that. It's just people, you know, speaking out and stuff. So when they when they came after you and you you told them to you know take it down, all they do is just take it down, and then well, nothing happens, right? No, well, I found out that the company that hosted it was based in California. Yeah. Um. So I said, I'll see you in California. And then they were like, Oh, sorry. And then it was gone in like six hours. Oh, good for them. So, and I would have taken them to court. So. Oh, can you tell your story about the the? Okay, so someone called you from somewhere because uh, they mistaken your company name with a different company or something like that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you tell that story? That's an amazing story. No, I can't. You can't tell that no, story? Oh, it's too bad. Yeah. Um, maybe for our patrons at some point, we'll tell that story. Maybe, maybe. Okay, so let's go to the next story. Two two kind of depressing stories. One's a depressing story, the other one's just weird. <clears throat> Japan marks 11 years since the, the quake disaster. So it happened on 311. Uh, two, so it was March 11th, 2011. 
Um, and, uh, you know, they, they mark it every year with the uh, siren blast at the, the time of the earthquake, mm-hmm. which is, by the way, a little scary. I'm not going to lie, because you, you, sometimes you forget. You're like, oh, right, it's that day. Mm. But anyway, about this story, I mean, they talked about lots of things in the story. But the one thing that was really kind of interesting to me, not interesting, but things that stood out to me is like, according to the latest data from the National Police Agency, the death toll stands at one, uh, 15,900 mm-hmm. and 2,523 people still remain unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. So if you are not accounted for from t- 2011, wouldn't you just be presumed disease- deceased at that point? Yeah, I think so. It's so me. I guess it's until they find the body, you know, get closure or whatever. Well, I remember when that happened, actually. I was actually still teaching English back then. Yeah, can you tell us what were you doing when that happened? So I was teaching a class in the evening for adults or whatever. And mm. somebody said, like, there's been an earthquake in, you know, northern Japan. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, these things happen quite often, right? So I didn't assume it was going to be a very bad one. And they went, no, no, I hear it's pretty bad. Can mm. we turn the TV on and have a look? So mm. we put the TV on and there was just scenes of, you know, houses being swept away and just destruction and you know, never seen anything like it before. Yeah. Um, but because it was so far away, people think that it affected the whole Japan. It didn't. It really just affected Tokyo and upwards, I guess. Yeah. For the strong Sendai area. Yeah, Sendai. You know, northern Japan. Uh, so down in Kyushu, it's like a different country almost. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a real shock. Did you get a like? people from abroad saying are you okay oh yeah yeah i got loads of messages yeah. about that but i think people don't understand the distance so japan's like area-wise small but it's super long yeah it's long it's a big country really yeah. it's bigger than the uk double the size i think but the, see the, the thing about the uk is it's kind of centralized right it's like a it's like round yeah it's quite fat <laughs> um, call it fat but... quite fat around the waist <laughs> by the way your queen's okay good on her yeah i know she she's recovered tough. yeah she pulls through man went back to full duties she said yeah um, so I was on the day of the, or the time of the earthquake, I was in, uh, eating lunch at Teishokia. What is that in English? Set lunch. Like a restaurant. Restaurant. Okay. So I'm just sitting there by myself eating lunch. And weirdly enough, the name of that restaurant is, was a Russian word. Oh, was it? Yeah. And uh, anyway, so maybe it's all been leading to this day. I don't it's think like so. It's like the matrix. It's like the matrix. Have you seen the new movie yet? No, I haven't. I haven't seen it either. I, I don't think I want to. He's a game developer or something like that, isn't he? Is he? I don't know if I just ruined the movie. I think I might have read about it once when I was drunk because <laughs> I wanted to see whether it was worth watching or not. So I think I might have read the synopsis. Uh, apparently, <laughs> it's good for some people and other people hate it. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't I, know. I probably can't be... If I can't be bothered to watch it, it's probably not that good. So. I, I don't want to watch it because the, 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 the first movie was so amazing. The second two movies were total garbage. I'm sorry. They sucked. Mm. And then I just don't want more suckiness. It's like Star Wars. Everyone just got... Every movie just got worse and worse and worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one, I did walk out of the cinema and I was like, wow, you know. The first one? Yeah. Is this real? You know, all that kind of shit. But, you know, after that, downhill. Uh, Matrix, not Star Wars. Okay. Star Wars? Um, no, I've never liked any of the other ones apart from the All original. the bad guys are British is why. Yeah. Make the best bad guys. Though, right? Yeah, you guys do make the best ba- the best bad guys. Um, So uh, so I was in this, I was eating lunch, right? And there's this giant TV, 55-inch screen t- uh, on, on the wall. And it's just like it's just like NHK just interrupts and they go to live mm. like like footage of the and this is you can actually uh, search for this on uh, YouTube like Tokyo TV stations during the Tohoku earthquake mm. and it's just like it's just got all the little <clears throat> the little TV stations on like little squares in in the big frame right and it's just like all playing just normal entertain entertainment and stuff like that commercials and whatever and then they slowly start turning to the news. Uh, broadcasts all of them mm. nhk was on that shit like the second it happened yeah 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 and there was like i think it was um 
I think it was Asahi TV. It was like 15 minutes later. They're still playing programming. And then they finally come on with the news. They're like, there's an earthquake. Yeah. And anyway. So I'm watching NHK and it's a live feed from the chapter. And like there's there's like they're showing the the tsunami wave coming in like mm-hmm. live on TV. And the cook and everybody didn't realize what had happened because there's no sound on the TV. And the cook in the kitchen stops and yells, is this happening now? Mm-hmm. Is this now? And everybody looks at the TV and everybody just stops. And it's like the whole restaurant just got quiet. We're just all watching this fucking tsunami wave come in at at whatever coastline it was at. Mm. And like everybody just stops what they're doing, goes to the register, pays and leaves. Mm. And I come back to my, I I was running this, my school at the same, uh, at the same time we turn on the TV and she's like me and my VP, we're just sitting there like watching just like, like nine 11, Mm. just like watching the whole thing on, on, uh, uh, unravel on TV. It was just, it was it made you just feel weird, like nine eleven. It just made, you had like this weird feeling for like days after it happened. Mm, yeah, and then the only thing that affected us is the Sakurajima started acting weird. Oh, I did. Yeah, erupted a few times. Right? They were like, "Oh, we don't know if this is going to affect Sakurajima." I'm like, "Oh, that's exactly what we need: big earthquake, tsunami, now volcano." Yeah, we do live in an interesting place. It's true. Yeah, but we also don't need uh, another war after the COVID pandemic's just kind of settled down. I was expecting that the world would get to. A place Peace of, and harmony. Like, yeah, at least for, you know, five years or something. Um, but no. It's not, we can't even call it World War Three. I've been calling it World War Meme because everything coming out of this war, this conflict is just like meme stuff. I love the BBC's coverage because it's like, uh, up next in your coverage of Ukraine or something like that. And it's, it's almost like they're doing it like the Olympics. <laughs> they're covering it in that kind of way. So the mass media is also to blame for this. There's this great video from CNN where they're like talking to refugees and people who have lost their homes and like people who are like hurt and injured and bleeding. And it's all like, oh, we got to go to commercial break. And so even though it's got the frame still, it's Mm. like Ukrainian war, blah, 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 blah. It's like showing like, what is it like? You can come to Hungary's and we've got this burger for you. (laughs) And I was just like, what the fuck, CNN? Yeah. But anyway, getting back to the Tohoku thing. So this next story, the last story about the the earthquake is... Mm -hmm. um, NTT wants you to remember the Tohoku earthquake by remembering people's phone numbers of loved ones. Remembering the phone numbers of loved ones. Uh, Alex, how many people's phone numbers do you know? One. Your wife? Me. Me. I know my own phone number and that's it. That's all I need to know. Josh, how many phone numbers do you know by heart? I remember my dad's phone number when he lived in Hawaii 25 years ago. And that's about it. I don't even know my own phone number. This is not a lie. Oh, no, I know my parents' phone number in Sheffield, the old one from when so I was a kid. useless now, right? Well, I could phone it up and see if anybody answers, <laughs> you know. Hi, you, listen, you, live in, you wouldn't even live in the same house. It's just a random phone number. True. So anyways, it says, so NTT Docomo, uh, they asked 400 people who had experienced earthquakes in the past whether they can remember the numbers of an important person in their life in an emergency, and a very slim majority of uh, 51% uh, said that they could. Whose idea was this? Docomo. But it just seems totally stupid. Well, I think the idea here is like if you become separated from your phone yeah, and you have to emergency dial someone, what are you going to do? I'm not going to call somebody on my phone, am I? If I'm in an emergency, who's going to sort that out? I'll call the police or <laughs> but it, the, the fire service or someone. But you know when the internet dies, sometimes sometimes there's like some global catastrophe that something happens, like yeah. a, like an internet wires cut. It, everything just shuts down. There's no internet. It's like nothing happens. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Like young kids don't even know how to use phones. You give them a phone. You're like, they're like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. Is this Discord? If it's not Discord, I don't know what this is. No, it's weird. Okay, let's get into fun news. All you right. got a fun story. Well, this isn't fun. So all Tokyo public high schools abolish rules forcing students to dye non-black hair 
uh, underwear color regulations as well. So um, popular boys' hairstyles have also been removed from the band's list. <laughs> Two brooker. <laughs> Two brooker, yeah. <laughs> so on Thursday, members of the Tokyo Metropolitan Board of Education gathered for a regularly scheduled meeting. Uh, ironically, the topic of discussion was breaking away from business as usual at City High Schools. Um, so there has been increased discussion recently uh, about whether uh, students at school are allowed to have you know, different fashions or different haircuts and things like that and controversy uh, surrounding schools that required students to dye their hair black if their hair was another uh, color by nature. Um, so they've got rid of those rules now. Um, and the two-block undercut hairstyle, uh, where boys shave their hair short on the sides and grow it on top, uh, has also been removed from the rules. So that's like a bit like my haircut, I think. I don't understand why that was banned. Like, what's wrong with that hairstyle? I've no idea. It, my kid keeps going on about this, going, oh, two-block, dame, two-block, dame. Just like, <laughs> like my kid i don't even know that guy i don't know what his name is <laughs> he lives with us um so it's just weird man i don't know why they're so bothered about it and um they did things like measure the length of your trousers yeah and measure the length of your socks and stuff. and and the the dying of the hair thing i want to touch on that for a second both of your kids have light lighter hair yeah because you know the, they're they're by bi, they're biracial mm-hmm. and so some schools were like we don't care what country you come from or what you are dye your hair black yeah if somebody said that to me they'd be fucking picking the teeth up <laughs> so, um it's so stupid happened. yeah like what you know i get it it's like back when japan was only japanese people they're like everybody has to have black uh, black hair which equals don't color your hair yeah but then those rules just persisted and then they interpreted later on this is the problem with america is that a lot of rules were written and the bible by the way let's just get on that the reason these rules made sense because they were like they didn't know about the sky or space or electrons or viruses right so those people maybe shouldn't make rules for people today and the the founding fathers of America before you know the invention of electricity and shit maybe those people didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, I, sh- I shouldn't say that. I mean, they knew they they did some good things. But, no, you know, I'm pretty we sure could... they didn't know what they were doing because no, they... otherwise they wouldn't have left the, the Britain. You know what I mean? They... <laughs> Your true and uh, you know official rulers. Isn't the Queen still the official head of the Canadian Parliament or something like that? Maybe yeah. there's some weird thing. You guys just got your fingers and everything. Yeah. But anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? I'm right. not going my fingers. Anyway. So, so those, those rules, those rules, right, about black hair only got interpreted later on by like future teachers as like, oh, the little, you know, the, one of these eight Ukrainian refugees who are probably blonde. Dye your hair black if you want to attend school here. Well, it's if you're super foreign, there's nothing you can do about it, basically. That's the thing, right? <laughs> you just think, oh, whatever. You know, we can't, we can't make this one a Japanese person. We can't have, make this one a Japanese person. But if you're halfway person. there, or if you're eight, Asian, you know, you've got no chance. Yeah, so they'll try and make everybody Japanese, but like Chinese and Koreans have got it harder than we have because you know, oh, for sure, you know, they they try and make them one of the Japanese people. But, but with me, they look at me and you and just fucking give up. <laughs> just like no way, it's not gonna work. But one thing that the Chinese and the Koreans get if they don't speak English that I really I'm a little jealous of is that one, most most of them can uh, the Chinese especially can read kanji when they get here. But yeah. two, because the Japanese don't want to practice like Korean or Chinese for the most part, mm-hmm. they just speak to them in nothing but Japanese. Yeah, yeah. so that's great for their Japanese. And and they can also stealth it. They can just oh, go, yeah. you know, if they get the clothes right and everything. They yeah. can totally stealth it. So unfortunately, you know, we got the... Somebody, I was wearing sunglasses, a mask, and a fucking hat. Okay. Like, like you can't cover up more than that. That Might would make well... you look more suspicious. And then somebody, <laughs> somebody said, hey, Mitch, to me. I'm like, how? How did you know? Like, you can't see any of me. Were you talking? No. 
like in a loud voice. I was just walking, just... and they're like, "Hey, Mitch." I'm like, "I don't get it." They're like, is this an MMO? Is my ha- is my name on top of my head? Like, what's going on here? Anyway, so there's another story about uh, appearance here. This uh, one's from Kagoshima. This one's from Kagoshima. Yeah, <laughs> it says ponytails considered too stimulating in Kagoshima Junior High Schools. For who? Um, not, ha- not only that, not only is it too stimulating, but then they put it to committee, I think. Is that true? Yeah. So it says, have you ever wondered uh, why some schools prohibit girls' ponytails? I didn't know that they did, to be honest, because <laughs> I've not really paid much attention. Uh, a junior high school student in Kagoshima became skeptical when her teacher explained that boys become aroused by unaji hair at the nape of the neck. Uh, the prefectural assembly debated this matter. <laughs> oh my God, they're so busy. And other gender-related school rules in the past. Uh, last year, a female assembly member pointed out that forcing girls to wear white underwear or even asking them if they dress according to guidelines uh, could be considered a form of sexual harassment. Um, while rules are needed to play a role in a comfortable school environment, some rules may be due for re-evaluation. I think, like, asking girls about what fucking color under the wearing is just... Not, Creepy. ...not correct. I mean, you do see some, uh, like, overly close physical contact at Japanese junior high schools between, you know, students and teachers and things like well, that. Well, there's a word for this. You know, when the girls, like, graduate and immediately get married to a teacher? Does that happen? Yeah. No. Surprisingly a lot. Really? Yeah. What's it called? I forgot, but there's a, there's a, it's a thing. Pederasty. <laughs> <laughs> well, we call it grooming in the West grooming. and it's fucking illegal. <laughs> grooming. Yeah. But uh, no, no, no. There is a thing like there's, uh, maybe it's less common now, but it's like the, the cute girl like marries the kind of youngest teacher the second she graduates high school. I mean, it does happen abroad, but it's just, you know. Not, not, not abroad in Japan, but. No, that's a different. That's a ch- that's a channel. It's a different thing. That's a terrible joke. Can you can you can you tell me like what about the nape of the neck is so arousing that we have to? I don't know. I don't. Josh. Josh. <laughs> You're a young red-blooded man. <laughs> tell us what yeah. you think. Well, I'm not saying anything about junior high schoolers, but I do think the neck is an attractive. What? Please? Okay. I, what, you, Can, you've never kissed a girl's neck? Well, I've kissed lots of things that I don't find arousing. What the fuck? TMI. Oh my god. Oh, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Oh my god. What are you kissing? Uh, no, I don't find the neck attractive at all. Wait, have you ever been? So you sit, you're telling me, Josh, that you've been sitting wait, in wait. junior high. It means the back of the neck, though, right? Right here. Are you kissing on the back of the neck or around the front there? Does she have an Adam's apple? That's how you know if it's uh... a... <laughs> I've never kissed an Adam's apple. So. I have two, by the way. I don't know why. I have two Adam's apples. It's so You've weird. got two Adam's I have, apple I have a double apple. neck. They like, they, when they were neck. assembling me, they put on a neck and then they went, wait, there's two now. And then they put a head on it. And like, that's how I'm so... There's no how, such thing as a double neck. Look how huge my neck is. It's just giraffe DNA. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you've got blonde hair. <laughs> Uh, I guess going back to Josh's sexual preferences. So, so you, have you ever been sitting in junior high school or something where you're like, <laughs> not you know, recently, no. <laughs> <laughs> where like you have like a line of desks, right? The girl in front of you because they like to sit, sit boy girl, boy girl, or or a row of boy row, row of girls, whatever they do in Japanese school. And she's like, oh, it's hot. I'm gonna put up my my ponytail, and all of a sudden, it's just like. You just can't control yourself? I'm not saying anything about junior <laughs> high school. I was saying when you were I in I don't jag- remember. Oh, okay. You know when you got a ponytail, though? I've Doesn't never it had one. hang down 
and cover the back of your neck conversely. So I don't understand. Oh, is that what it's on about? So you've got to be at a diagonal angle. Is this like in the 40s or whatever where they banned women's ankles because men were looking? That's a thing in Japan. Is that? that uh, can I say that? This is really dirty. If a girl has thin ankles, like mm. the little Achilles tendon, yeah. if that's, let's use the word tight, then Jesus Christ. <laughs> let's not go any further. And you can fill in the rest of that. And I was listening to this in a bar. I was just like, who made up this stupid thing? Well, apparently all Japanese people have long intestines as well, though. Oh, my God. Like more than double the length of a Western person. And I was like, where are these intestines? (laughs) Can you tell the story behind this lightly? Well, somebody told me once that because Japanese people eat a lot of rice, their intestines have grown longer. Twice. To be able to digest it all. And white people eating rice, it will cause them to get bunged up. (laughs) I'm not joking. Someone seriously told me this. And I was like, have you got any biological evidence? Has there been a study done? Mm. And they're just like, no, everybody knows it's true. I was, but, talk, I was talking to a pediatric doctor, a, a, a baby, a child doctor, right? Yeah. And this woman straight looked at me and she's like, Japanese, what did she say to me? She said this in the, the weirdest way. She said it in English as well. She says, Japanese do not require to be circumcised because their penises are perfect upon birth. And I was just like, <laughs> and then when she said this to me, I was just like, I was thinking like, you know, because there's the anti-circumcision movement. They're like, you right. know, leave it alone. Don't do anything. Keep yeah. it natural kind of thing. So I thought that she was saying that, but something in me thought that she was just, she was using like limiting language. So like exclusive to only Japanese people, the rest of the world has to get circumcised because they're like screwed right. up. So I asked and I was like, so do you mean like other country people need to be circumcised and Japanese don't? She's like, exactly. And I just looked at her and was just like. I'm just going to put this in the memory book as something that would happen in this country. But the blue ass thing on babies is true. Uh, the Mongolian uh, Mongolian spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For melanin, what is it? Something like that. It's, it's, not just, it's not just Japanese. It's any, like most uh, Eastern Asians. Yeah. Oh my God, is this true? What Did you find something? I'm seeing intestines on the screen. It says five mind-baffling myths that are commonly held in Japan. Number one, Japanese intestines are several meters longer than European intestines. Several meters. Where do they put it? Like, so it's based on one study by some one guy or something like that. Yeah, but apparently the study says that they asked like a bunch of Japanese people, and like sixty-five percent of Japanese people believe it's true. <laughs> What are the other ones, yeah, by the way? The I, want, I want to know what the other ones <laughs> Let's are just now. go down the list. The other ones are that ABO blood types determine personality traits, which is... We've talked about that. Okay. That's so dumb. What are you, O? I have no idea. I'm O, and I do. I got checked just so I can tell people. Really? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I just say I'm like M or something like that. M. Doesn't exist. Masochistic. Yeah, masochistic. Or Sorry, idiot. continue, Josh. Japan is the only country in the world with four, four distinct, distinct seasons. seasons. Yeah, 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 they yeah. do believe that. Every time, reason. like, they, every time there's like a speech contest, they're like, Japan is a beautiful country with four distinct seasons. I was like, yeah. why do we have four words for seasons in English if it doesn't happen in other places know, in the world? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to mention that they also have rainy season, which is like a five. Fifth, yeah. They have yeah. five. We should be saying five. Kagoshima doesn't have four distinct seasons. We have, today is the beginning of summer, isn't it? You're in a t-shirt. Yeah. I'm in a t-shirt. Yeah, it I'm, went winter summer i'm wearing a jumper for some reason which is weird did your wife dress you does does that happen no. do, do wives dress husbands actually i went out shopping to buy some clothes today yeah. and my wife did choose all of the clothes for me <laughs> because i'm useless and i can't do anything on my own um what but are, i mean they do look very stylish i must admit what what are the other 
Monsieur. Go, on, go down. Uh, really quick, though, it says mm. that there was a an actual study where they measured the intestines of hopefully deceased uh, American people and Japanese people, and it says that, in fact, American intestines are longer on average. Really? Because so, they're bigger. Probably because they are generally bigger. And full of shit. <laughs> number four if you go to sleep with the fan on you will die oh that's a korean thing that's, yeah is wait can, can, do you know what that is no so koreans and this then came to japan this is why all fans room fans have a timer on them in korea yeah yeah because and this doesn't make any scientific sense whatsoever so bear with me here guys there's a myth that if you leave a fan lo- uh, running long enough that it will suck the air out of a room and suffocate you I'm just silent here because I can't work out why anybody would think that. <laughs> and there's there's whole generations of people that believe this. Is there some it, truth behind this, Josh? Or? No, I don't think there is. <laughs> but it says the reasoning behind what they believe is that the fan causes uh, a current that forces all the uh, oxygen to the top of the room and the heavier CO2 to the bottom of the room. And then you suffocate because you're just in all that heavy CO2. Yeah, carbon monoxide poisoning in Japanese buildings would be more of a concern to me, to be honest with you. Or asbestos. So all those chimneys and things that we have that, you know, when we burn something, they point up because the CO2 and et cetera just falls to the ground and sits on the ground. Okay, guys. (laughs) Okay, what's the last one? Coca-Cola will melt your bones. Well, it'll rot your teeth. Yeah. Coca-Cola is just awful. I do like it, though. I can't drink any sodas or anything anymore. Really? What, what do you guys call sodas, fountain drinks? In pop. 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 Where do, what do you call it? Soda. Soda. So there's there's parts of the United States that call it pop, soda. It's another one. Soft drink. Soft drinks, cola, stuff like that. But yeah. It's yeah. weird that they call it Coca-Cola juice in Japan. Yeah, that is weird. It's like, what juice is it? Yeah. Which like, fruit is it squeezed from? The Coca-Cola fruit. Please tell me the answer. <laughs> but... um. Coca-Cola is the only drink in the world where if a restaurant doesn't have it, it's their fault and not yours. Can you think of another drink apart from water that's ubiquitous like that? Maybe coffee. Mm, that's interesting. It's their fault and not yours. What do you mean? So like they, so it's like, you know, they should have prepared it. It's not uh, like you're making an unreasonable request by asking for it. I see, I see. So if you ask for Dr. Pepper, I mean, it's like, no one's got that. So Except for Costco has plates of it. Does it? Like yeah, yeah, they have huge things. Of Dr Pepper. They also sell it at Don Quixote. But it's kind of weird tasting. I think is is it the same stuff? I've never done a flavor comparison. Who is Dr Pepper? That's what I want to know. And why are there so many like spinoffs of it in America? It's like Doctor and then any word after yeah. it is like a spin. Is like a generic version of it. It's all awful. Doctor Jizrag. Oh god. <laughs> just sock, right? Just sock. At least they thematically consistent <laughs> here. To just sock. Uh let, okay, going back to the intestines thing, why did someone tell you that? Like what was I the context? Know. I think they're just proud of it. <laughs> Can know, I, can national I, pride you know can i just say one uh, this is i don't know if, uh, keep this in the show josh because I'll, I'll take responsibility for this <laughs> another thing that me and alex are always making fun of that happens a lot is that our male friends will say to us and I've, this has happened so many times with people who are unconnected to each other that you know when you get drunk this ha- you know the whole you know naughty talk and stuff like that happens amongst dudes it happens but the comment about you know, size happens, you know, and whatever. The immediate after comment is always a like a humble brag. Mm. 
They're always just like, you know, well, what we lack in size, which I don't assume anything about somebody's size based on, upon their race. Mm. This, this, is, this, is, this is my Japanese friends telling me this. They're like, what we may lack in size, we make up for in stiffness and hardness. <laughs> like this has happened so many times. And I'm just like, it's like a thing that's circulated in the, in the zeitgeist here that like Japanese guys are just the hardest in the world. I don't know what to make of it. It's just like, I just, every time this happens, I'm just like, again, where is it? Where did you get this information? I was like, congratulations, man. (laughs) Yeah. Good. Good job. Oh, so you know what we should do? We should make merch. There's a lot of grasping though as well. Oh yeah. There's a lot. Josh is the recipient of a lot of sexual harassment from men. Is that, is it molesting from men? Yeah. I get touched a lot. (laughs) By older men. <laughs> by older men, right? Yeah. They really like to touch you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's not just like a, like this. It's a, like a continued effort. I mean, somebody once, uh, I was teaching at a school when I was back, it was an ALT or whatever. Like, and this guy slapped me on the arse, like, you know, baseball yeah, players yeah, yeah. do. Yeah. And I just turned around and I'm British. And he never did it again. Because um, I assume Americans like that kind of thing. Well, I it's I think I think hugging and like, you know, physical affection is probably way more common in the United States than it is in Britain. So I don't even touch my own parents, let alone have somebody slap me on the arse. It was it was yeah. one of your British friends, my former employee. I gave him a hug and he just backed up and he said, do not hug me. I'm I'm English or something like that. <laughs> and I was just like, OK. Yep. So we're going to make merch, guys, that is going to be a T-shirt. And no one's going to know what this means except for us. And it's going to be like, I'm diamond hard. <laughs> <laughs> just like, and no one will know what it means. It's not that, uh, have you seen that ninja thing? Monkey grabbing peach. Search for that on Google Images and see Monkey what grabbing peach. What it's like that? some old ninja manual from the 1960s or something. You know, there are these like ninja training courses in comic books and stuff like that. No. When, well, there was like a martial arts boom in America. Yeah. And basically in the back of comic books, they would have the, these courses. And this is one of the moves that they would <laughs> It's like, you know, grab, grab an attacker's nuts and pull them or something like that. So this is quite a, you know. That is pretty, oh, wow. It's not real, obviously. Uh. Somebody just made it up, but it's just so ridiculous. People who do martial arts take the piss out of it quite a lot. Well, I heard from real martial artists that, like, if you ever get into a physical altercation in a in a public space, the the best thing you can do is run away. Oh yeah, yeah. They tell you that they say yeah, get, yeah. run the fuck away. Yeah, why not? It's not yeah. worth your life. And grabbing somebody by the nuts isn't going to help. Can you talk about the mascot thing? Because I want to I want to talk about uh, a different mascot afterwards that I just was reminded of all this dirty talk. All right, okay. <laughs> so Japan's favorite anti piracy mascots become fashion models. So if you go to the cinema in Japan, you'll see a short. Um, video before the movie starts of uh i think it's a video camera yeah it's a camcorder so no 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 it's a guy with a camcorder for a head and white gloves on yeah like, guys if you haven't pop in. if you haven't treated yourself to this joy just google like japanese cinema anti-piracy video i quite like that which i'm pretty sure is pirated on youtube <laughs> yeah 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 and then this patrol lamp man who's got like a flashing yeah yeah and he's like they- head they do this kind of this kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just pretty cool, man. There are people who are actually deathly afraid of those two, and they won't go to the cinema because of it. They had like a, on Variety TV, like all these girls that won't go to the cinema because they're afraid of that guy. Right. Okay. So anyway, um, these people have become kind of fashion mascots, um, and the the thing was such a success uh, that no more ego de robo. Uh, spawned a merchandising empire of their own and become a permanent fixture in the landscape of Japanese pop culture. 
So they've been recruited by the fashion brand The Shop TK to act as models for their Go More setup line uh, of spring clothing. So it's kind of cop and robber themed antics um, and highway, uh, not highway, uh, what's it called? Fashion walk. Catwalk, runway. Catwalk, runway antics as well. Huh. That's so, a, yeah, have a look. I'm not going to be wearing anything by them, but... I just... If you guys haven't seen the video, just check out the video. We'll put it in our description on YouTube, but it's really funny. Uh, oh, and then mascots. Speaking of mascots and dirty things, Mokori something. Mokori? Mokori man, I think is what it's called. Mokori man. It literally means, like, bulge man. Does it? Yeah. It's a green guy. And I'm like, I don't... And it's like... And, like, it'll have, like, pictures of, like, little kids, like, taking pictures with him and everything. I'm just like, I don't get it. I once saw a mascot um, called Sakuraji Man. This dude. And he's got a bulge. Oh, God. Bloody hell. What's his actual name? Uh, Morimokoman. Morimokori. It's after the moss balls, isn't it? That grow in Hokkaido. Yeah, but he's got like a dick bulge. He does have a dick bulge. And he like goes to events and takes... Like there's a picture of a little kid right there. It's like, what is that? That's so wrong. Yeah, it could be a cod piece, to be fair. Well, you guys did invent the cod piece. Yeah, and this, oh my God, he's in a pink one as well. <laughs> pink one with a huge cock bulge. Yeah, it's so, the weirdest thing. Oh, God, I don't it get it. It could be a box to prevent the crown jewels from being injured. Should like a cup. an unruly kid give him a <laughs> kick in the knackers. I've seen that actually happen. So Sakurajiman, there was this like Sakurajima looking character. Oh, he's terrible. That used to turn up against crap, but... um. It was at a karate competition. Okay. And Did he do of, the peach thing? Uh, no, no. He full on stacked him in the nuts. This kid of about eight or nine years old. Oh, did wow. Like a full on karate kick in his groin. And the guy in the costume just crumpled onto the floor, <laughs> rolling around like in pain. And all these other kids came up and started kicking him oh on his other floor. It was so that funny. He was playing around. And all the mothers come on, like, pulling them off, like, getting rid of them and stuff. Was, was, this in the, was this in the era of smartphones? Did you get video of this? No, unfortunately oh not. God. It was uh, slightly before that, unfortunately. So. Uh, speaking of... Car- Wait, what's your last story? I've got JCB. Uh, I've got can, three more. JCB actually. we can just throw away. They, they, JCB stopped operations in Russia. They weren't even operating there before. JCB, you suck as a credit card company. I hate you. I agree, because you can't use it. Anywhere. Literally anywhere. They suck. So, yeah, goodbye, JCB. Uh, I've also got JAL uh, routing flights to London. Let's forget about Carlos gone because that's yeah, complicated. Let's, let's talk about the, the the flight. Can you put this on the screen? This is hilarious. This this like if okay. Before we talk about the story, everybody needs to remember that the world is a globe and it's round. And the way that you fly places are not left and right on a fucking map. Okay, so continue. Why do you assume everybody's stupid? No, because everybody, whenever you have a, con- a conversation about this, they're like, oh, so when you fly to like Europe or somewhere from uh, from Japan, it's like, oh, so you go all... I'm like, no, you go up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can go up. You go up. You can go straight as well. Yeah, well, th- anyway. It didn't make any sense. The story goes. Um, so Japan is now... Uh, it says Japan Airlines wild routing to London, which is a <laughs> terrible headline. Who came up with that? Well, it is pretty wild. Um, So airlines around the world have been making major operational changes as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, largely avoiding Ukrainian and Russian airspace. While a lot of the flights have gotten longer, uh, JAL's new routing to London might just be one of the most interesting that we've seen to date. Uh, So they're actually flying the other way around. They're Mm. not using Russian and Ukrainian airspace. And as a result, most flights have been cancelled. But uh, there is one actually going the other way around. Um, So it actually takes... 14 hours and 50 minutes uh and it flies uh over alaska yeah canada 
um, Greenland, Iceland, approaching London. Yeah, so you come. So usually, if you fly from Japan to England, you go up and above, like through Russia, and then back down. So just think about going like north until you start going south again. Mm. <laughs> um, but this route literally goes like instead of flying up, it just like it, you, you fly like you're flying to California or to, to Canada. Yeah, and you go over Alaska and all the Canadian parts that no one lives in the tundra, and then you come back down from the right side of Eng- the UK. I would do that because 14 hours isn't that bad. I mean, it usually takes like um, 12, right? Yeah. So well, it's better than getting shot down over Ukraine. True. But if you could stop off somewhere in Northern America mm. or Greenland or something, that'd be cool. I'd do that. There was some TED talk about this, that they were trying to spend billions of dollars making a train in, uh, I think, France or something like that, like like 15 minutes shorter. Yeah, and yeah. like the idea was the the idea is like fuck it, let's just spend money on giving everybody champagne. Oh, that was it, Rory Sutherland. Yeah, was it? Was the guy who did the talk? So his idea is that instead of um, spending loads of money on solutions that are physical and dealing with logistics, it's better to spend money on psychological yeah. solutions to problems instead. So this actually carries on into all different kinds of areas of life, not just trains and things like that. Um, for example, London, the underground system, trains were late. People were complaining about them. So what they did was put a dot matrix time display Mm -hmm. saying 15 minutes till your train arrives or whatever. On the platform, the complaints disappeared overnight Um, because people don't like uncertainty of waiting. Ah, right. But if it says 15 minutes then they can do something. Yeah. And you're not thinking, is my train going to disappear? Is it not going to turn up? Uh, What am I going to do? Maybe I'll just go and have a pint in the pub. But what if it comes? Yeah. You know know, know what's going on? Uber's the same with the app. You can see the car. So you know you've got time to take a shit or something before the driver arrives. Amazon only comes when I'm in the toilet. Amazon only comes when I'm in the toilet. Like, I'll wait all fucking day and be like, all right, now I got, uh, it's, it's time to go. I'll sit down. I swear to God, the second I sit down, my fucking doorbell rings. Well, it's going to be drones soon, surely, so. Well, that's kind of scary. Uh, I'm going to do some speed round really quick. What do you got left? I'm I done. You're done? Okay, I'm, I'm going to do speed round and then we're going to talk about one's kind of funny. So, uh, so new president of Chile receives Pokemon from Japanese diplomat. What is it, Josh? And why do we care? It's a Squirtle. Why does that? What's a Squirtle? That sounds bad. Squirtle was a first generation Pokemon starter. It's a water type and it comes from the mix between uh, Squirrel and Turtle because it has a Squirrel tail and it also squirts water. So it's a Squirtle. But I don't know why. Why he... is Pokemon popular? Like what? I don't get it. I do not get it. I mean, I don't know. It's fun for kids. It just keeps going too. Because it, it was big when I was in like high school. Old high but, school. Yeah, when I was in high school, it just keeps going. I was first grade. Was University cool. was when I was right. I think, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, these Japanese franchises keep going, man. Doraemon is another one. Doraemon. Yeah, the lady died, and they're like replace her. <laughs> the, the voice <laughs> yeah, they're like replace her and now there's like this like there was like this twitter field feud, feud about the new voice is better the old voice is better kind of thing i'm like well you can't get the old voice she's dead yeah what are you gonna do uh, actually they're doing that with the simpsons because i think some of the, uh, the voice actors want to quit because it's been going on for too long right right and they're just like we're gonna replace you guys just digitally no just like get people that sound like them uh, really quick, uh, Gundam. Uh, there are giant Gundams occupy Yokohama as part of the Gundam port and Yokohama project. Uh, have you ever seen any of these life-size Gundams? No, no, no. I have Odaiba? Yeah, yeah. They're they're really cool, but they're mm. always in the weirdest fucking way out there places. That's true. Yeah, and you're just like, then you go there and you see it and you take a picture of it, you put it on Instagram, and then you're done. And uh, Godzilla in Tokyo as well, Godzilla. on top of the building. Yeah, 
That's actually kind of cool. That is kind of cool. And it's in the red light district, which also yeah, helps. Some, you know. Then there's also the Sheen Godzilla. That's like a ride that you lay. It's laying. Godzilla's laying down and you can zip line into his mouth. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot where that was. It's somewhere. Last story today, guys. Sadoko has her own YouTube channel and hopes to upload videos about her daily life. Who? Sadako. Sadako. I, I cannot do Japanese words in e- written in English. Sadako, that's her name. Sudoku. Whatever. <laughs> no, I'm so shit. And every time you see like a like a word written in Romaji, I'm like, I'm because I want to read it like it's English. What? Uh, anyway, that was sa- funny. The ring girl, Sadaku, sa- Sadako. Sadako. <laughs> Give it to me. Oh, <laughs> but uh, just to get back to what we said during the intro, Ju- Juon? Juon, yeah, yeah. That's uh, The Grudge. Ah, see, I was right. Oh. Yeah, so that was a different movie, but I think... Don't listen to us, guys. We don't know what we're talking similar. about. There's one called Dark Water or something like that as well. I remember there was like a little mini boom for kind of Japanese horror back in the 90s. Well, because it, it's like, it's totally different is why. It's, it's not psychological. Like, like, yeah, yeah. It's not like... The West is really gory, but the Japanese horror is just psychological. Oh. And see, ghosts. Lots just of ghosts like little stuff. kids standing there and stuff like that. I'd be like, what are you standing there for? comb your hair <laughs> anyway so she's got her own youtube channel now. she's got her own youtube channel with uh ten thousand subscribers was the goal but now the strangely endearing combination of creepy and cute in a debut video has already amassed thirty one thousand three hundred subscribers uh comments on her first video were full of excitement and good ideas i never thought there'd be a day when i crushed on sadako I'm so happy I can get a glimpse of Sadako's everyday life. This is life. the author of this article. This is not Alex speaking. No, it's not me. Yeah. Uh, it's Twitter people. Twitter people or Twitter YouTube people. comments, actually. Oh. Sadoko-chan finally came to YouTube. I'm so happy. Uh, Sadoko-chan, you're so stinking cute. Stinking cute. Is that a translation? It must be. There you go. So that's basically the thing. I don't. What does she post about then? Well, she posts about coming in your house and killing you through your television screen, I think. Right. Did okay. you did you guys ever see those clips in the variety TV show where they like I think it was an elevator somewhere where like they put these like talent people in some situation and then they just drop the lights and have her come out or like oh, really? and like stand next to them? Yeah. And then they put the lights back on and there's like this girl with her hair in front of her face just stood next to these talent people. And they're like, oh my God, they abuse talent. I got abused when I was on TV. They abuse you. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like the thing that you're hired to do is to be abused. I mean, there's a lot of shows like that though, and they are popular. Yeah. Like the best ones are like the ones where they make people fall through the ground and into like crazy yeah. things and slides <laughs> and stuff. How do they not get injured? I know. Yeah. And if they do, what, what happens? What recompense do they have for that? They just go, oh, we'll just double your... Here's a wad of cash. Do you... In, English, British English, do you call like the payment you get from a gig guarantee? No. Why do they say that in Japanese? Gara. No idea. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's so weird. Instead of fee or something or yeah. cash. I don't know. Payment. What's the guarantee on this? Maybe it's some old word <laughs> from like, you know, back in the day for the entertainment industry. And then they just like kept going with it. Yeah. Like the peace sign in, in, in photos. Yeah. All right, guys, that's been today's show. Uh, it, th- tell us what you think about the um, the, uh, the, the the plastic documentary. If you guys want to see yep. it, we might put it up there. Uh, I actually had an episode that ha- something that happened to me yesterday that I wanted to share on the show, but I'll just do it on the next show because I think we're out of time and I need to go. Uh, but there was something that really, really randomly happened to me yesterday. And it was really interesting. We'll talk about it next time. Next week. Next week. I'll watch it then. I'm yeah, yeah. Be it'll here. be me and Josh. We'll talk about it. Anyway, that's been yeah. our show, guys. Leave us a comment. Uh, join our Patreon if you guys care about our coffee. 
No, I'm serious. Like, it's actually really, really motivating for us to have patrons. Thank you so much. Uh, and we'll see you guys next show. Take care. Bye. Bye. A thank you to all of our patrons. Jan Myler, Jen, Spiral in Your Eyes, and Justin Perkins. Thank you so much for supporting Small Talk Japan. You guys rock.